Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We're always all about making sure things are better for you, especially when it comes to your bank account, and help do that. She always does a fantastic job as an ESPN sports betting analyst. Always a pleasure. I have Aaron Dolan in the studio. Hit her on social media, Aaron K. Dolan. Before we get started this weekend's actions, my team out. Your team out, meaning the Cowboys yep. and the Eagles. Yours is more funny than mine, though, because it's oh, kind of expected. Lord. Yours I, I don't is think, more I, funny. I don't think that's possible, especially the way you Eagles fans are about your team. We are re- we are ready for them to be done this season. I don't think anybody was that upset. Like, be done with it. They look terrible. Then how sad is that for your fan base that you had no hope for your team? I None mean, whatsoever. We because we have. I don't. I don't even know where to go with this. That we just we we know, we have too much reality. Too much reality. I'm getting angry. <laughs> See, I knew it. It didn't take long, it. Harry. I feel like if whoa, anybody's whoa, in a whoa, meeting whoa, with me, whoa, they want to annoy me. Just bring up something about the Eagles. Now, first of all, Sister Dolan, uh, I'm glad to welcome you into this congregation. You are now a member of <laughs> yes, uh, Freddie and Harry. Yes, she is. Sister Dolan, pa- Pastor Douglas tried to tell you last week what was going to transpire. Sister Dolan, you did. And now we've, moved, now we've moved on to the divisional round, so we might as well keep talking about these teams. Now, wow. two of the biggest underdogs play, uh, play on Saturday. I know. We'll start with the Texans and the Ravens. What are the odds looking like, and what play do you like the most? Well, right now, the Texans are getting 9.5 points. We see mm-hmm. the total at 43.5. It opened up Baltimore minus 8.5, and, and the total actually opened up 46.5. So the total's coming down. The line keeps moving in favor of the Ravens. But I do want to mention for both these teams that are big favorites, Teams coming off a bye are 35, 41, and two against the spread since 2002. Wow. That includes two and four against the spread since the third wildcard team was added in 2020. So that kind of comes into the conversation rest versus rust for some of these teams, or maybe just the line's a little bit overinflated because they do have that rest. Right. Um, but for this game in particular, I like Lamar Jackson to throw a pick. He's had seven interceptions this season, but when you come to the playoffs, we know how he looks. He's had at least one interception in every playoff game. He's had at least one in seven to ten games. Uh, prior to this game coming up. So if he's going to exploit the Houston defense, I do think it's going to be through the air. He's not going to be, you know, running the ball a ton. So I do think Lamar Jackson will throw a pick. Why are you looking so confused? I know this is radio, but why do you look so perplexed? Shame on you talking about my Louisville alum, Mr. Jackson. I mean, way. it's not wrong if it's a fact. It's more like, okay, you know girl. what I mean? Okay, like, okay. Get him, Aaron. I'm just saying. Hey, it's not girl. like everyone's clapping. I'm just saying. I mean, come on. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> Harry met his match on that one. Had a way to fight back, making Aaron. you money. Had a way to fight back. I'm here to make money and not friends and exactly. hurt your feelings. You gotta, we're in showbiz. Come on. Yeah. All right. Also, Texans. <laughs> team total over 16 and a half total points. So the Texans have hit over this mark in 14 to 17 games played this season. We saw what they did last week. They put up a ton of points on a good defense. Yes, is the Ravens defense going to be, you know, like they're very, very good defense, but so is the Browns. Yeah. So yeah. I just think it seems way too low yep. uh, against this Baltimore Ravens team. I know it's going to be cold and people are a little bit concerned because CJ Stroud played the last two games in the Dome. Mm-hmm. Totally understand that. Um, but the last time he did play under 40 degrees, it was actually 
at home for Ohio State, um, and he was perfectly fine in that game. So yeah, I'm not really too concerned about that. Yeah. So we're going with the Texans team total over 16 and a half points, and Lamar Jackson to throw a pick. Aaron K. Dolan, ESPN Sports Betting Analyst, has Harry Douglas so flummoxed that he had to put on his Louisville Cardinals helmet <laughs> in solidarity for Lamar Jackson. And Lamar, we I'm trust. I'm a Lamar fan. I've, I've never – I said on this show that I felt like he was disrespected Absolutely. all season no because doubt. everyone doesn't want to give him his credit. But no with doubt. that being said, he's probably going to throw a pick. Mm-hmm. I like the tone, too. Conviction. That's what yeah. it's all about. Well, now, Jordan you, Love. You brought a Jordan conviction Love. at her. She brought Harry, that conviction were you really one of those people that wore the, the shield for their eyes? Yeah, no, so I, my eyes are very sensitive. So oh, okay. I, I wore it so, like, wind wouldn't blow in my eyes and make my eyes, like, water. So you're soft. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Savage. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad she went there. So from here on out, Aaron, we're going to have a good time. I'm just messing with we're you. We're going to have us a good time. I'm just saying, savage. if I was a professional athlete, I probably wouldn't wear the thing over my eyes. And I probably, if I was a hockey player, not wear all the gear. Well, they like, see, I that's, you, that's oh, just silly. You got to come off and be tough. That's just silly. Oh, also, Lord. tough with no teeth? Kind of. You got to commit to the aesthetic. You got to have no teeth. <laughs> put it this way. I'd rather have my teeth than those guys going through life with teeth. As I know. T-E-F. It's very easy for me to say as I was a track and field runner and never played a contact sport. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't walk around being snaggapuss. Uh-uh. I need yeah, my teeth in my mouth. Yeah, yuck mouths do not apply on this show. I'm oh telling you right goodness. now. Yuck mouths do hey, not apply just, on this show. I'm just messing with you. Oh, yeah, I know, yes, Aaron. You know, I can, completely know I can, that. That wasn't very religious of me since you're bringing me into this. Yes, quite all right. We're <laughs> the congregation, we're going to meet about it afterwards. Trust me, we're going to have a meeting about it. You're going to hold a meeting? <laughs> yep. Yes, a reconciliation? A reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. An area we- grievances? <laughs> Do, do we want this controversy in our co- in our congregation? <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Aaron Dolan, ESPN Sports Betting Analyst in studio here at Freddie and Harry. Everybody's welcome to the church in ESPN Radio. Harry started the conversation in terms of with Jordan Love and what we saw last mm-hmm. week versus my Dallas Cowboys, and he put it on, the Dallas he Cowboys. He's not getting a lot of love against San Francisco. They're also a nine-and-a-half-point underdog, just like the Texans are mm-hmm. with the Baltimore Ravens. How do you see this game playing out? So I like the Packers in the first half here, plus six and a half. I think we see a little bit of rest versus rust with the 49ers. They're the better team on offense. They're the better team on defense. There's no negating that. I think they win this game. I won't be surprised if they even cover this game, but I do think the Packers in the first half keep it closer than people expect. If you look at this 49ers defense, they're actually better on the road than they are at home, and they're actually better in the second half than they are in the first half. And this Packers squad all season on the road, they're 6-3-1 against the spread in the first half. So it's just one of these spots that I think that although they're on the road, although they're you know the youngest team, they've had a ton of road games uh, the past five games. I just think that you know when it comes down to it, they might come out a little bit flat. So I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers were able to hang in there for at least the first half, plus six and a half. Now, Aaron, let me show you how God works. Now, Sunday, the first game, the Bucks, who knocked out your Eagles, wow. are dogs against Detroit. <laughs> Can wow. Mayfield surprise the betters again like they did your Eagles, Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> Not letting that go. Yes. Um, <laughs> trying to think of a comeback, but like I'm at the point, like I just have no comeback. They're atrocious. Um, so I'm actually leaning towards the Detroit Lions here, and the line keeps moving in favor of the Lions. And a lot of people are thinking, okay, well, the Bucks should be able to keep it close and whatnot. But I think that, you know, what the Bucks did last week is they just blitzed Jalen Hurts the whole time. I don't know if like yeah. nobody knew that was coming. Like, how did you not know that was coming? And then the whole time they did that. But Jared Goff's really good against the Blitz. So I think they'll be A OK in that department. But I'm actually looking at a player prop here. It's going to be Baker. Mayfield over 35 and a half passing attempts. I've been loving the passing attempts because some of these teams that are playing from behind, they're going to be throwing the ball. And if you're going to exploit this Detroit Lions defense, mm-hmm. it's going to be through the air. No doubt. Um, their secondary, man, they cannot stop anybody. They're just as bad in my eyes as 
the Eagles. So um, the Lions are allowing 35 passing attempts to opposing quarterbacks, which is one of the highest in the league. And I just think that Mayfield, I mean, he had five receivers having 45 or more receiving yards last week. So I think he's just going to keep throwing the ball. We like the passing attempts there. And again, just something that's been successful that I've done. Last week, we talked about Matthew Stafford passing attempts against Detroit, and it hit. Uh, by the hook, but <laughs> we still hit. So that's all that matters. Um, so yeah, we're going to go with the player prop in that game. Aaron Dolan, ESPN Sports betting analyst in studio on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. The big game of the week, and we know Sunday night, mm-hmm. six thirty Eastern time, Kansas City playing on the road in the Patrick Mahomes era for the first time in the playoffs on the road against the Buffalo Bills. They are a slight underdog in this game. Mm-hmm. Not surprised about that. It seems like people are having conflicting emotions how to handicap this game. Who do you like here? Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's really hard um, to handicap this game just in general, but Patrick Mahomes is an underdog in his career. He's only been an underdog 10 times. He's 7-3 and three straight up and 8-1-1 one and one against the spread. Wow. The Chiefs are absolutely live here. The line actually moved to plus three um, for about like 12 to 16 hours, I would say. So if you grabbed it then, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. But now it's moved to two and a half, so I don't like it as much. A couple ways I would play this game. I take Josh Allen to throw a pick in this one. I think... You know, he didn't last game. That's fine and dandy. This guy turns it over a ton. He's going to be throwing the ball a ton. It's going to be close. I wouldn't be surprised if he had at least a pick. I also wouldn't be surprised if he scored a touchdown. If you're interested in that, you can kind of start same game parlaying all these things. Right. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, I'll also be looking at him for his passing attempts over 35 and a half. I think, you know, he's going to be throwing the ball a ton in this one. But uh, this, to me, just feels like one of those games. It's hard to bet the spread unless you're going to play an alternate line, which you can do. You can move it back to three and just move the juice. You can move it to three and a half. I know I'll have a special market on Sunday that's available on ESPN bet for this game. Nice. three Three picks combined into one. My biggest issue for this game or my fear for the Buffalo Bills is, one, a lot of injuries are coming out. Yes, they're playing at home, which is somewhat of an advantage, but you know the Chiefs just played in one of the coldest games in history, so they're going to be A-OK being on the road and being cold. Um, but the Bills, I mean, they've won six straight, but those games have been tough. Like, you beat Dallas, you beat Miami, you beat Kansas City already. That's great. That's fine. That's dandy. But like at some point, it feels like that momentum and steam can wear off okay. to some extent. Um, and also, if you want to just get real risky, I'd bet that there's an overtime. Last time we saw these teams back in 2022 playing the playoffs, that was a very controversial game. Oh, we have it right up there on the oh, screen. NFL Network. They're, yes. trying, they're replaying the game right now. So I just think that, you know, there's many, many ways to play this one, but I would by no means be surprised if the Chiefs won outright. So what else should bettors know like Devin Kane and Shannon Penn who <laughs> like to bet on these type of games? I mean – Honestly, maybe take advantage of live betting. I feel like a lot okay. of these games we've seen just like really uncharacteristic things. I mean, Green Bay versus Dallas, sorry to use that example, but like no yeah. one expected Jordan Love to go out and put 48 points on the board, Absolutely. you know? So during the game, I mean, as soon as the first quarter starts, you can start betting in. If, if there's like a line you like more, like let's say if you like the Chiefs with the points and you want to get more points, if the Bills come out, they score a touchdown right away and then they go up by two scores, let's say, yeah. you can start grabbing some of these dogs. So take advantage of live betting and just some of the special markets. That are available, and then try to get a little bit crafty and creative. Maybe with some team totals have always been successful for me in the postseason, as well as just interception props, man. People just make mistakes in the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to say it, but like just take every quarterback interception. (laughs) That's why she is a sister of the show. She is the right deaconess known as Erin Dolan, ESPN Sports betting Al. She is a great follow on Twitter at Erin K. Dolan. Always great with the expertise and also the savagery that she had at Harry Douglas joining us in studio on Freddie and Harry. Have a great weekend, Erin. Thank you so much.
Appreciate Fan- you, Aaron. Yeah, fantastic as always. By the way, we mentioned NFL Division Week on Saturday. That gets kicked off on ABC, ESPN, and ESPN Plus on Saturday, 4.30 Eastern time, as the Baltimore Ravens will host the Houston Texans that kick off the weekend in the NFL, like we mentioned, 4.30 Eastern time on ESPN, ABC, and ESPN Plus. Real quick, Harry Douglas, ready yes, coming together on Freddie Harry and ESPN Radio. Aaron mentioned one game regarding Detroit versus Tampa Bay, and we've seen that Detroit secondary. They've had their issues, especially last week against Matthew Stafford. They were literally a couple of pass interference penalties or pass holding penalties away from not winning that game and having Los Angeles survive in advance to get to the second round. I'm looking at this game with Detroit, and I say, you know what? Can they ratchet up again all that emotion that served them so well last week? And I wonder how much of that that they have to ratchet up again seven days later with all that emotion, people weeping in the stands, getting that playoff game as Lions fans, winning that playoff game at home, having a chance to get another one. That's the one thing I'm concerned about with Detroit outside of the past secondary trying to control Tampa Bay. That emotion, seven days later, after all that emotion that they spent last week to win that game on and off the football field. See, Freddie, I look at it in the opposite way because, excuse me, when I look at Dan Campbell, who is a former player, and you look at the coaching staff that he's been able to assemble, him and Brad Holmes, when you look at – a guy in Ben Johnson who believes 100% in his quarterback and his players. That's why they go for it on fourth down so many times and throw the ball on second down when the Rams only have have one timeout left and they're able to pick up a first down and ice the game. But it's also Calvin Shepard, who's the linebacker coach, Dre Bly, who was one of the DB coaches, uh, Antoine Randolel. A lot of these guys have played in meaningful games throughout their career on top of Seeing what it's been like in Detroit, mm-hmm. making the playoffs, winning that first game. It's like Pookie in New Jack City with his ashy <laughs> oh, really? lips. Oh, really? S- Scotty is calling me, man. <laughs> it's like an addiction. You, you, you want more as a player because uh-huh. you're making history on this Detroit Lions football team and also in the city of Detroit. So you see with the success that you were able to have, not only making the playoffs but winning the playoff game, right. you, you want more of it. It's calling me, Scotty. It's calling my veins. You want it in your veins. So I look at it in that sense as, you know, they can really make their mark in history with this organization. And if I'm them, if, mm. if, if, if I'm a player in their shoes, I'm fiending for more success. Okay. I'm fiending to, 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 to have great things happen, not only for our football team, for this, but, but for the city. Well, hopefully for Lions fans, they won't be just like that character you mentioned, Pookie, in New Jack City. Help me, Scott, I'm going to die. <laughs> They're hoping that's not going to be the case if they get upset by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> on Sunday. But you mentioned Dan Campbell. Calvin Johnson, a guy you know pretty well, Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver, played for the organization. When he was on Carlin versus Joe, he said, yeah, the reason the lines are where they are is because Dan Campbell has been that dude. I think when you start from a certain level of authenticity, you know, it's going to carry you a long way. And I feel like Dan has been his authentic self. You know, you add Brad Holmes into the mix, you know, and the people that they're, they're surrounding themselves with, and then you build a team out with values, you know, you know, with a mission. And I think, you know, seeing that in action over the last couple of years, you know, and just seeing the building blocks, you know, you saw it quick. I think, what was the last season halfway through when they just, you know, went on a run? Yep. You know, I, my thing was, like, they got half of their coaching staff and not more are former coaches. You know, I, I was fortunate enough to have a former coach. And when you have somebody like that that's been there, done that, you know, and and, and, and doing done what you want to do, you know, you're going to be all in. Harry, speak on that. Like we mentioned, you played in the National Football League for 10 years with the Atlanta Falcons and the Tennessee Titans. We're starting to see more of these kind of coaching hires involving guys that played, 
that understand the modern player, the 21st century player. How much of that has been in effect for the Detroit Lions based on what you've experienced and what Calvin Johnson, Pro Football Hall of Fame wide receiver, had to say about the real key why the Lions have been the Lions and not like the feeble Lions we saw for more than a minute? Freddie, it's huge. And we see a lot of videos, you know, moving around the Internet right now of Dan Campbell talking to his team about pads. And, right. and, and you hear his passion and his emotion and how much he cares about his, his guys. Basically saying, guys, if, if I didn't think we needed this as a team, I wouldn't make you do it. Just trust me. But when you have a guy that's been there, done it, in the hot sun, in pads, in training camp, back when Dan Campbell was doing two-a-days now, so it's different nowadays. Right. But he understands it, and your coaching staff is filled with guys like that as well. You can relate a lot better as a player to someone who's been there and done it multiple times. And the guy that Calvin Johnson is actually talking about, who was his receiver coach when he was in Detroit, is Sean Jefferson. Mm, I had Sean Jefferson for a year as my coach, and it was plenty of times where – we would just sit in there at night and just talk about all type of things, football-wise, but also just life lessons and things that we wanted in life as well. So mm-hmm. you're also able to get a different side, um, different things out of your players because you can relate to them on every single level. It's really interesting how that's become sort of a paradigm shift in the Nashville League. Not every head coach is going to be somebody that, that used to play. But the fact that Antonio Pierce – Got the Raiders job as a former player in the National Football League. You look at Dan Campbell getting the Detroit Lions job as a former player in the National Football League. Kevin O'Connell, who's done a fantastic job with the Cleveland Browns, backup quarterback in the National Football League. I wonder how much of, much more of that we're going to start to see. Doug Peterson, we've seen what he did in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mike Vray, before he got bounced out by D'Amico Tennessee Ryan's. Titans. D'Amico Ryans, what he's done with the Houston Texans, no doubt about that. Well, I, let me say this about D'Amico Ryans real ahead. quick. Because okay. that interception that the linebacker was able to get versus Joe Flacco, there's video on the sideline of him saying, hey, Trust me. I saw be that. patient. Yeah. Be patient. I saw that on Twitter and yesterday. And then when he turns, you mm-hmm. break on it. Well, D'Amico Ryan's played that position, right? He's been there in those shoes with that same organization. So it's nothing for that player to say, you know what? Mm-hmm. You're right, coach. Thank you. And, and, and what, what was the fruit uh, of the seed that D'Amico Ryan's was planting? Uh, interception return for a touchdown. Yeah, one of the things about it, we were saying more coaches, even if they had not played in the National Football League, they're hiring assistant coaches mm-hmm. and hiring them for position coaches. I mean, look at the Cowboys. Their secondary was white hot the first 13 weeks of the season. Al Harris is going to be a name you're going to hear about in terms of maybe being a future defensive coordinator and maybe a head coach. He really was able to coach that group up when they lost Trayvon Diggs to a torn ACL early in the season against the New York Jets. Even if they have not played in the NFL, we're starting to see a lot of coaches hiring guys that play. That, that's where the, you need those chief lieutenants. That is something that you don't understand or may not have been able to relate to, you can have that be a better situation because you have guys who've been there and can transfer that information to you even if you had not played in the National Football League. You want to know why that's important too, though, Freddie? You're going to spend more time as a player with your position coach than you are with your OC than you are with your head coach. Right. You're going to be around your position coach more than you are your own family. So it's important to have guys in those rooms Mm -hmm. that can relate to these players and give them information, but also at the same time, Praise them when they do things greatly, 
but also give them that constructive criticism and they can receive it differently yeah. from a guy that's been there and done it as well. Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together and Freddie and Harry and ESPN radio keep weighing in and by joining the conversation the Freddie and Harry call in line at triple eight, say ESPN eight, 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 seven, two, nine, three, seven, seven, six. We want to know from you with divisional playoff weekend starting tomorrow, which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend. Harry believes it's Josh Allen of the Buffalo bills. Your boy Freddie believes it's Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens. What about you? 888-729-3776. Let us know which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend. And speaking of quarterbacks, Harry Douglas is Atlanta Falcons. It looks like Bill Belichick is going to be their head coach. Waiting to hear of what quarterback would love to play with him if the situation breaks just right. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's Harry Douglas, Freddie Cohen, together in the Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance and Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget to tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We're going to get to Harry Douglas' Atlanta Falcons that could have Bill Belichick as their head coach and maybe a certain quarterback who may not turn down the opportunity as an unrestricted free agent. We'll do that in about five minutes. But we get a lot of reaction at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776. We want to find out from YOU which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend, part of NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend. Harry Duggs believes it's that boy in Buffalo who's a that boy bad when it comes to Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. I think it's Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, 1-3 as a playoff quarterback. He's got a rookie quarterback and a young team coming to his building. That's the kind of game that when you had a lot of people wondering if you can be a playoff quarterback, a Super Bowl quarterback, you can't lose that game if you're Lamar Jackson. He's become one of our new favorites. He is Trini Robbie in Toronto. Hey, Trini, which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend in the NFL and why? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Before I tell you which quarterback, and I'm actually shocked that you guys don't see the obvious, obvious reason why he should be. Okay. I got some calls from, from the island, Trinidad, last night saying that they heard me on, on the radio. So you guys are reaching to the island. Nice. Freddie, Harry, 
Unbelievable. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm I'm in the car with the kids and you're straight. I'm in the car with the kids and the screener said to do it on on, on the air. Okay. Turn hello. Who's on my uncle? Uncle. Uncle. (laughs) Uncle. And anybody from. (laughs) All right. So listen, the the quarterback who has. The quarterback who. Hello. The quarterback who has the most Uh pressure is. Jordan Love on a Love Friday. Okay. Hold on, children. Hold on. Sorry about that. Listen. Don't apologize. If Jordan Love beats, if, if he beats the 49ers, then he will put anti-vax. Daddy. You know who anti-vax is? Oh, boy. Mr. Rogers. Oh, boy. Mr. Rogers. Oh, boy. <laughs> Irrelevant. He, would have, he, he will beat the Cowboys. He'll beat San Fran. Uh-huh. Come on. Jordan Love on a love, on a love Friday, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> love Friday. <laughs> Those kids, are they're like, hey, we, we got our turn. We want to keep our turn with Daddy being on the radio with him on Freddie and Harry. I, I'm, I'm, I'm accustomed that. to that because when I go to places uh-huh. with my kids and say I'm talking to somebody, right. my kids will come over there and grab me. This my time. You can talk to them another time. <laughs> hey, hey, mine don't play. When it's daddy, when it's daddy kids time, they uh-huh. don't want nobody else taking up their time. But you know, I give Trinity Robbie a lot of credit. After what we saw from Jordan Love, we got a Love Friday today. It was Love Sunday. Could be Love Saturday night. Mm-hmm. He's he's walking into that building. He's not afraid of those bloodthirsty pirates on the other side. When it comes to that defense of the San Francisco 49ers. No, and I, and I think it's, number one, he, he was able to sit behind Aaron Rodgers and, and mm-hmm. wait his turn to play. Right. And that, that's it's something to be said for that as well. But, you know, the, the connection between him, Matt LaFleur, as quarterback coach, is strong right now. It's a strong connection, and it shows out there on the football field. And those skill position players, the the receivers, the tight ends, those all those guys being young together, Absolutely. I think is paying dividends. So they're able to grow in these moments uh, amongst one another. I think that that's huge, Freddie. One of our other favorites is Unique in New Jersey. We know he's always going to have something really, really good and profound to say. Unique, which quarterback has the most on this line this week in, in the NFL when it comes to the divisional playoff weekend? My big dogs, what's happening? We're good, big dog. What's How are up, you? Unique? What's up, my hey, man? man? You know, you know, man. Listen, the warden giving me permission to go see uh see Lamar Saturday, man. So you know, I'm grateful for that. So, all right. But before that, hey, hey, hey Freddie, let me, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. You used to uh, did you, you ever used to DJ on, on 107.5 BLS? No, I used to work for WWRL 1600 when they went back from the gospel to the soul music format back in 1997. I I was never that blessed enough to work at the place at the home of Frank Frankie Crocker, the chief rocker. Because right. if your radio was not on WBLS, then your radio was not right. on. One of the great slogans ever in radio history. You right about that. You right about that. Okay. Okay. So let's. Let, you know, I'm gonna just touch on a couple things, man. I'm, I'm actually, you know, uh, waiting for the driver to come get me, man. Get up out of here. But okay. You know, I gotta start. I gotta start with uh, uh, snacks and and, and, and <laughs> people out there in Texas, man. Uh, you know, I wish I could tell you I was surprised, but you know, after after realizing everything, man. Jerry Jones, 81 years old, man. You know what I mean? And, and one thing I know about older people, uh, they set in their ways. You know. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier for him to sit in front of snacks and, and be able to say, hey, man, listen, you know, we came up a little short, but, you know, I believe in you because I only got a couple years left. If you can't do it, it ain't going to get done. I'm not going to see it. 
So, you know, it's sad that <laughs> it went that way. Wow. But, you know, one thing I will tell you is that uh, I will not make an investment next year to a team that's not going to make the playoffs. So moving on from that, uh, Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. is going to walk into his destiny, man. Okay. You know, uh, as far as as far as as far as uh, the KC game, uh, Josh Allen, I, I like Josh Allen, but they're going to have a problem. They're going to have a problem with this boy from Rutgers. <laughs> his name is uh, Pacheco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. defense. Um, that defense. It seems like every play somebody gets hurt on that defense. They're going to have a real problem with stopping Mr. Pacheco. He's been running real hard. And then, you know, what this is now, it's a challenge to Mr. Mahomes because he gets bored being great. So the challenge is, oh, y'all think I can't win on the road? <laughs> I giggle at you. <laughs> that's going to be something that, you know, we'll get to watch. And then the truth will be next week when you have that uh, conference championship, Lamar against Mahomes, that's when the money counts. That's when the money counts. And I'm going to give it to Lamar this year because Lamar is a different player. He got the tools around. They they did what they were supposed to do. They took care of him. Give, him, give me this right here, and I'll walk you to the promised land. Number That's one, a it's a great point. Number two, safe travels unique going out of Baltimore because a little winter is going to go through that area, mm-hmm. going from New Jersey to Baltimore because they got a winter storm warning in effect down in Baltimore. Game time temperatures tomorrow when that game kicks off at 430, it's going to be about 20 degrees. So unique, safe travels as far as that goes. I can't wait to see how, exactly how this is going to look because he mentioned it. Lamar Jackson, best offense he's ever had in his NFL career. Patrick Mahomes playing a road playoff game for the first time in his NFL career. And then you got Jordan Love going on the road playing against Brock Purdy in San Francisco. So many different storylines. I can't wait to see, Harry, how they develop when Divisional Playoff Weekend happens starting tomorrow at 4.30 Eastern time with the Baltimore Ravens and the Houston Texans. Well, I I love the simple fact that Unique brought up Isaiah Pacheco for the Mm -hmm. Kansas City Chiefs. Uh That first game that they played in the regular season against one another, Isaiah Pacheco didn't play in that ball game. And I, I literally thought he would have made a difference if he would have. And I think he could be a difference maker in this game as well up in Buffalo on the road mm-hmm. um, in which this team is playing for the first time since Patrick Mahomes became a starting quarterback within the, amongst the playoffs. So Isaiah Pacheco is going to play a huge role in this ball game. So I thought it was unique that Unique brought that actually up. Well done. I see what you did there, number one. Yeah, number two, something. I love what they, how they describe Isaiah Pacheco. He runs like he's mad at the grass. He yep. runs with that kind of fervor. But you can say the same thing about James Cook of the Buffalo Bills. He's become a viable, viable option in both the running game and the passing game. And we saw that the first time these two teams played in the regular season. Can't wait to hear and see exactly what that's going to look and sound like. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Meanwhile, as Stephen Colbert likes to say, in Atlanta, it looks like Bill Belichick is not only getting a second interview with the Atlanta Falcons, he's getting wine and dine. I can't even imagine how much that food bill is going to cost a guy that's a billionaire because Arthur Blank is not taken to an around-the-way place when it comes to Bill Belichick. He's taking to places where you got to dress up to go to those kind of places. But they may have Kirk Cousins as a potential quarterback coaching dynam- dynamic excuse me, duo in Atlanta. Why do I say that? Well, Kirk Cousins is a free agent quarterback. On CBS Sports, he was asked about playing for Bill Belichick, and he didn't mention any words. Yeah, great respect for him as a coach. Um like everyone else in pro football. I mean, if you go to that many Super Bowls, win that many Super Bowls, go to that many conference championship games, um, you know, have the defensive production that he's had for years and years, it says it all. And um, we played him last year on Thanksgiving night. And 
once again, I, I noticed several times what he did coverage wise was challenging and it was different. And, um, you always know when you play him that you're kind of looking over your shoulder, wondering if what you're seeing is correct, because you know, he usually is going to break the mold and do something different. And, uh, that's part of what has made him a great coach. Would you ever play for him if you got a chance? I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to play with a, you know, future hall of fame coach, but, uh, We'll have to see where March leads. It's just a lot of unknowns right now. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> I would love for you to be in Atlanta. I can no longer watch the quarterback play that I've seen. I would love for Kirk Cousins to come to Atlanta. And I, I'll go out on the limb and say, and say this. If Bill Belichick gets that job and Kirk Cousins is in Atlanta mm-hmm. next year, the Atlanta Falcons are going to win the NFC South and they will be in the playoffs. Okay, I'm with you on that one because Kirk Cousins we've seen how he's been able to continuously dial it up when people keep doubting him he keeps putting up those numbers and coming through in key situations Minnesota would have made the playoffs in my opinion had he not gotten injured and had his Achilles torn with modern medicine now wherever he goes he's going to be ready at the beginning of the season it's not going to be one of those one-year kind of deals with Kirk Cousins he has more than enough juice left in his tank that he can still be this productive, in my opinion, for another three to four years, no matter where he goes in the National Football League. Well, and if he's in Atlanta, he would have a strong run game. You talk about a B. John Robinson, a Tyler Algier, mm-hmm. a two-headed monster. You talk about a Kyle Pitts, a, a John New Smith, a Drake London, a solid offensive line. And Bill Belichick didn't forget how to coach. He had a top seven defense in New England this season, top five defense the previous year. So what Kirk Cousins is talking about right. is things that I experienced mm-hmm. when you know I was playing like you had to be on your P's and Q's they can play a 3-4 defense they can play a 4-3 defense right. the multiplicity of different things and the way Bill Belichick makes you mm-hmm. think yeah. from an offensive standpoint yeah. that's not going anywhere yeah, no Bill Belichick still has that yeah no doubt about that although I will say this if you're the Las Vegas Raiders and you made Antonio Pierce your full-time head coach Adam Schefter reported that that they're pretty much finalizing a deal for him to get rid of the interim tag, and be the full-time head coach, you may want to take a look to Kirk Cousins as well. You got Devontae Adams. You got some guys that can play a little bit. You got a running game that's not bad with Josh Jacobs. You may have to cast an eye that way to say, what we need is veteran experience, especially at that position, where it's not just going to be a rental for one year. He could be in play there, because I know from the Las Vegas Raiders, that would be a guy I would be looking at when it comes to Kirk Cousins, who's going to be a free agent when March 13th rolls around. Well, if I'm Mike Tomlin in the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's I'm, knocking, yeah. I'm knocking down Kirk Cousins' door because yeah, if I don't a have one. a quarterback in the AFC North mm-hmm. with Lamar Jackson, if Deshaun Watson can get back up to par and a Joe Burrow coming back, you so, don't stand a chance in hell. Yeah, that's a great you, point. You may make the playoffs like mm-hmm. we've seen him make this year, but you're not going to contend for a Super Bowl if you continue with Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph if you're Mike Tomlin the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, you better have a quarterback that can fight back. And we saw that yep. Mason Rudolph wasn't bad, but a quarterback in the playoffs that he couldn't fight back, there's only so much that his limitations will allow him to do. Keep weighing in at Triple H say ESPN, 888-729-3776 on the Freddie and Harry call-in line. Which quarterback has the most on the line this playoff weekend? Harry says it's Josh Allen in Buffalo. I say it's Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. We want to hear from you at 888-729-3776. And speaking of pressure, what about Purdy? Brock Purdy with the San oh. Francisco 49ers. One of our owners, our main name was Devin Kane. Can't wait to get on his bad side once again. That's next on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It is a Love Friday edition of Freddie and Harry. He is Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together on Sirius X and Channel 80. And always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. So what about Purdy, Brock Purdy, and that pressure in his second playoff goal round with the San Francisco 49ers. We'll get to that after we hear from Mike in Denver at 888-729-3776. Mike, which quarterback this weekend has the most on the line in NFL divisional play and why? Oh, it's, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you guys. I know you're going to it, but it's got to be Brock Purdy in San Francisco. Listen, if they, you know, uh, if the Detroit Lions lose this game this weekend, their defense is probably, it's probably because their defense gives up 100 points. You know, Lamar is going to win the MVP this year. He's got nothing to lose. Uh, you know, Jordan Love and, and Britt Baker have already overachieved. Uh, everybody's thrilled with them. Nobody, they're not going to make a change with Josh Allen if they lose. You know, it, it's it's got to be Brock Purdy. They've got the defense. They've got the offensive weapons. They've got the coaching. If they lose that game this weekend, it's going to be because of one reason. It's going to be because of Brock Purdy. And then they're going to have to make a choice at quarterback, and that choice may not involve Brock Purdy, I'm out. Uh, Mike in Denver, great phone call, number one. Number two, Devin King, one of our producers. I didn't realize you had relatives in Denver. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> I'll take that from Mike. I'm not having that from you anymore when it comes to Brock Purdy. We're not going to have that kind of slander anymore Listen, from Brock I continue Purdy. to tell you guys, I want to be wrong. I really do. You really do. I, 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 really I, really I bet you do, brother Dan. I bet you do. Your horns are showing, man. I want to see him succeed. I'm going to change your name to Devin Pinocchio because your nose keeps extending every time you say, I want Brock Purdy to succeed when we know you're flat out lying. But if he doesn't succeed, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Monday, oh, Monday. Lord have mercy. I will see you guys then. Yes, you will. Well, I personally feel like Brock Purdy is going to be fine. Um, a lot of people like to talk about, well, he has this weapon, he has that weapon, and come on, Brock uh-huh. Purdy has to be better. Well, <laughs> damn it, Brock Purdy, just go out there and use your weapons, and you should be fine. We're talking about a guy that's fifth. In pass yards, yep. third in total touchdowns with 31, first mm. in QBR, and tied for first in quarterback rating. Brock Purdy is going to be fine, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. but I will sit up here and also acknowledge that uh-huh. he does have pressure on him. It's just not yes. the extent right. of a Josh Allen or the extent of a Lamar Jackson. But he definitely has pressure on them because when you look at the San Francisco 49ers and how their team is constructed – if not now for them, then when? Right. Well, they right? have all the makings, and everybody is relatively healthy going into this game against that the Green cap, Bay Packers. And that, that cap in years prior, absolutely, too. Absolutely. That salary cap, no matter I mean, how uh, much in the mo- future. Right. No matter how much money is going to be added to the salary cap, you can't keep everybody. The NFL does not want to keep everybody. That's why parity is not a foreign word in the National Football League. But when it comes to Purdy, Brock Purdy, he clearly understands. He knows what people are saying out there making this year a lot different compared to last year. I feel like it's a little different, you know, just last year, you know, still trying to find my way in a sense. Um, you know, I got thrown in towards the end of the year, and and so every single week I was, you know, still trying to play good and, and learn, you know, who I was as a quarterback and, and obviously get more familiar with playing within the system. So those are all things that were sort of on my plate last year and, and then um, obviously trying to win every single week and get this team to the – 
to the end. Um, and so now, I guess this year, just being more familiar with the offense, who I am, and all that, um, it's, a little, it's a little different. But it's good to sort of you know watch the games from last year and sort of remember you know just the the feeling and the emotions of you know playing in a playoff game. Um, it's it's good. It's, it's you know huge for me as a quarterback to you know go back to those moments and sort of remember what it feels like. So um, those are things that I'm sort of banking on. Sounds cool, calm, and collected to me, brother Dev. Exactly. And, and let's not forget, folks, that Brock Purdy is also a guy uh, that got to the NFC Championship game last year before getting hurt because his head coach decided that he wanted a tight end to to block uh, Hassan Reddick one on one, a guy that was uh, had a ton of sacks last year, and the Philadelphia Eagles led the league with seventy. That that's what his head coach decided that he wanted to do. So before Brock Purdy got hurt, let's not forget. No, he was in the NFC Championship game. I know we're talking about players and the pressure they're feeling. Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan has a lot of pressure on him this yes, year. Yes, he does. Lots of pressure because he hasn't been able to get it done with a great team over a course of multiple years. Well, put it this way. That is definitely a fair thing to point out there, Kyle Shanahan, because history has told us that. But I guarantee you, if they don't beat the Green Bay Packers, we're not going to be talking about Kyle Shanahan. We're going to talk about how Brock Purdy did not match up. Brock Purdy will literally have to go out there and have a perfect passer rating and outplay Jordan Love for people to at least get off his back for one week. Even he talked about that. So, yeah, it's definitely different because now the expectations have been raised by how he's been able to play this year when people thought the league was going to catch up to him and the San Francisco 49ers. And I tell you, I hate that, though, because Brock Purdy can go out there and have a, a wonderful game. But Jordan Love could be better, right, in the Green Bay Packers win. But we're going to talk about how Brock Purdy lost the game. No doubt about that. Or a play that he had a chance to make, he didn't make that play. That's how that wheel is going to roll one way or the other when it comes to Brock Purdy. Come on, Brock, I need you. Keep weighing in. Which quarterback has the most on the line this weekend in NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend? 888-729-3776. More of your calls coming up next on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry Podcast.